I'm Jake. I'm Matt. And I'm Alan. And today we're doing my pick for this uh, this mini series of no not random we choosems. Uh, and we're doing Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, this is um this is gonna be interesting, isn't it, Jake? I hope so. Before I hit you with the stuff, uh, does anyone have any research on Drac the book? By by Abraham Stoker 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 Stoker, Stoker. Bram that's Stoker the, Bram that's the Stoker. porn version is by Bram Stoker. The uh, publication date was May twenty six, eighteen ninety seven, um, and it's interesting how Dracula wound up in the public domain. What wound up happening was. Um, when Universal per- went to purchase the rights for Dracula, that's when they discovered that uh, Stoker had made a mistake putting in the copyright for Dracula, and that mistake wound up landing it in public domain. Uh, it's public domain in America for some time, but it didn't go public domain worldwide until 1962. Okay, so th- there's got to be a list of stuff that is not public domain because it's what was in the movie, right? Wrong. Anything, anything that was included in the original Bram Stoker novel of Dracula is considered public domain. Okay. Is there anything that was in the movie that people just assume is in the book? Not from the research that I have seen. No. Good. So all of the hypnotism, all of the like powers and all of that stuff was straight from the book. Okay. Well, that makes it pretty easy then, huh? I mean, I, I don't know what you're going to pitch at us, but maybe? Okay, well, guys, buckle up, okay? So if you'll recall, my last couple, uh, when I get to choose, have been a little off the wall. I threw the first video game curveball. I threw a board game at you. Yep. So today, the genre is coming-of-age story, and the, the, the medium... We're going to go real tradish, something that we have not done yet on this show, a movie. Whoa. Just a straight up regular ass movie. What? Okay, so yeah. you want to do a Dracula coming of age movie. Yes. So Dracula plus 16 candles, basically. I was about to say, let's set a genre to this. Is this a comedy coming of age? Is this like... Um, do you... Have you guys seen the movie... The Goonies. Yes. Yes. Have you seen Monster Squad? No. No. Okay, well, get yourself right. It's very good. Um, have you seen the music video for Little of the Sixteen Candles, A Little More Touch Me, the Fall Out Boy song? No. Maybe? Okay, well, anyway. What I'm thinking is it will be one of those, like, coming-of-age stories that is comedy and action and not necessarily one genre like they used to do in the 80s a lot i know like nowadays it's like you have to be one thing or you have to be one thing plus one other thing but like you know oh back in the, like the late 80s early 90s it was allowed to be a little more loose yeah mm-hmm. so it's, it's not like a horror but it is scary uh but it's not like a comedy but it is funny you know what i mean okay mm-hmm. okay here's my pitch here's my just initial like elevator pitch The coming-of-age story is not about Dracula. This is not how boy Dracula becomes man Dracula. Okay, Okay, that was going to be a question for me down the line. So so it is taking the idea of the book and just transporting it to modern day, but with the caveat that there's there's never been Dracula before, right? So so the main character has to defeat Dracula, but... There's no Dracula lore to go off of. Are we using the characters from the book? So Van Helsing is who we're following? Yeah, his, like, the original Van Helsing, the the Abraham Van Helsing, it would be, like, his, like, great-grandson. So it is a Van Helsing. It is a Van Helsing. And, like, the idea, the other idea I had is, uh, is, like, the original Van Helsing ran into Dracula and had some notes on him. But it was like, oh, that's just that's just, you know, crazy grandpa 
Abraham, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's, you know. Okay, so is that is that situation where Helsing has notes on him, like, is that basically the equivalent of that first few chapters of the book where that guy goes to visit Dracula and only knows that there's, like, some rumors about him? Jonathan Harker? Yeah, where Harker yeah. goes to visit. It, it's, uh, yeah, I feel like it, it'll be sort of like that. Like, um, like, Dracula comes to town and people go missing at the end, like, the the main character whatever his name ends up being is like i know it's this guy because he looks like the drawing in my grandpa's book or something to that effect and it's like okay how do i prove he's dracula how do i defeat him how do i stop him from taking over this town do you know what i thought you were gonna say when you said coming of age story how boy dracula became man dracula no i thought we were gonna focus on lucy that's that's i don't I, okay, I've read about half of Dracula, the book. Admittedly, um, the back half is where it gets good. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get there because the first half is not where it's great. Um, but uh, it Lucy was the one that was like, she was sick, the victim. Right? She, she was, was the vic- Yeah, she was basically Dracula's not first victim, obviously, but the the victim that everyone sees, um, and they like. When she dies and they bury her, they like make sure that she doesn't become a vampire and stuff. Well, yeah, I thought that... it was Mina that they make sure it doesn't become a vampire. I think it was. I like, think it was Lucy, both. Lucy comes back, and that's the problem. That's how they realize something's wrong. Ah. Yeah. Also, I don't want to follow the one that dies. That's a bummer ending, and I don't like those movies. Well. well the reason I bring it up is I felt like it could almost have an interview with a vampire type of vibe. In that we follow her... Just sad, kissy vampires the whole no. time? No. <laughs> no. Where we follow her and she becomes a vampire. I, I'd, I'd rather it... I'd rather that be a part of it and not the story. Okay, so focus more on Van Helsing. And there's nothing yeah. to say that that couldn't be a spinoff later. Like, Mina and Lucy are two lady vampires out on the town kind of deal later on, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I want, I want Mina to be in it. Um, what was her original? Mina Murray as her maiden Mina name. Mina Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, this is all from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Not the greatest source. Um, okay, so so we're doing modern day focusing. Now, are we going to make this where it's actually like Van Helsing's descendant is? Is that going to be Harker or is that going to be a Van Helsing? Why am I getting really weird deja vu about this? Isn't I don't know. What is this what a thing is, already? What is the movie where it is Van Helsing's like great great grandchild? I remember them going down into a basement and getting like a crossbow. Is that Dracula two thousand? Yeah. None of these have been like a coming of age, like teen kids discover Dracula yeah. and have to deal with him. <laughs> I uh, haven't yes. seen Dracula 2000 in a while. Let me do a quick goog. Uh, that's pretty funny, though. It has an absolutely gorgeous, uh, oh, what's her name? Seven of Nine. Um, uh, Jerry Ryan. Yeah, that's mm. it. She was on uh, Leverage. Yeah, for a little bit. That's where I know her from. But she plays a reporter who eventually turns into uh, Dracula, and she's super hot. Um, okay, Down Boy, number one. Uh, number two, that's not a coming-of-age story, so I think we're in the clear as far as uh, steering around it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah. Oh, that was when Gerard Butler was Dracula. Yeah. Oh, right. Matthew Van Helsing, alleged descendant of the famed 19th century, and he meets with his grandfather and tells him about Dracula and all that stuff. So, yeah, this would be totally different. Yeah, so my question here then still is, do we want the Descendant to be an actual Van Helsing, like, in name and everything and make a new character there? Or do we just want it to be Harker and his family line traces back to Van Helsing? and just I like him being a Van Helsing, but maybe we lean less on his grandfather and more on him. And instead well, yeah, of... his grandfather's probably very dead. Well, no, no, no. I mean, not even, like, his grandfather's notes. Like, have him be the van helsing that figures all of this out based on like folklore and legend like he doesn't get it from his grandfather he gets it from piecing together different mythos and things that he's heard about that agree i like that but it's a it's a movie and so there's not a ton of time you know to like have all that add up it well what is like 
I, I have a question here that Alan kind of sparked an idea here. Um, okay. So this is going to be, this is going to be definitely like shortcutting the movie here a little bit. And we're going to talk about kind of the end the twist here. What if we're going through, it's this coming of age story and all that. And this is a Van Helsing descendant of some variety. That's our main character. Yeah. But when we actually get up to meeting Dracula, it's his grandpa Van Helsing from however many generations back. That guy killed Dracula after Dracula turned him. Mm. I don't hate the twist. Or even there must you could I don't know there can be only there must always one. be a Dracula. <laughs> yeah, I was I was almost thinking there must always be a Dracula. So he was like, oh, I'm going to kill Dracula. It's going to be great. And it's like, well, screw you. Here's the curse. Sorry. That that puts a lot of onus on whatever like came Created before Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, rather than Dracula, I would rather it be actual dracula because then like we can reveal him earlier on and you wouldn't be like oh that's the guy that's in that picture you know? but i like the idea that maybe dracula took his grandfather as a thrall and so like that's kind of a thing later in the uh later in the movie the kid goes in and like dracula is seated in a chair with firelight and the shadows and it's like oh i finally come to find you and then the person stands up and it's his grandfather but he's like a mindless zombie because you don't mess with dracula okay when did dracula the book get published 1892 7 1897 okay because i was thinking that that's when uh van helsing the ridge like was around so he'd be like extra very long time dead and it would be like some notes that he took that would connect all the mythology. Okay. But didn't so have you a meant conclusion. like, yeah, for some I, I reason grandfather I heard shorthand. grandfather. Yeah. I, I, I think I said great at some point, but yeah, I've been just saying grandfather is shorthand, not like his mom's dad. Like that's what I was thinking that it yeah. was a, a, his, a his recent dad. relative. No, like I'm talking like way back then they're like, Oh yeah, there's this like, you know, like weird family stories. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, Oh yeah. He thinks there's like a, I don't know what he call him, like a vampire. Maybe like, I don't know. He did spend some time in Romania. He said some stuff got weird, but like, you know, it's all yeah. old crazy stuff. Okay. Um, then let's, we want to follow the plot of the book roughly, right? Roughly. Yeah. Okay. So the plot of the book is Harker goes to Transylvania to meet Dracula. Right. To arrange for Dracula's move to England, to London. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Harker, the whole time he's in Transylvania, is just getting spooked by Dracula creeping on him. Yeah, by yep. this old and man driving a bus or whatever, and a bunch of wolves and shit. And the well, sisters. and actually Dracula yeah. creeping on him. Like, Dracula, like, climbs backward up mm-hmm. a wall one time and is, like, looking at his right. window. Um, oh, I forgot about that Spider-Man shit. Dracula rules, guys. <laughs> uh, and then it goes to London, where, like, for all intents and purposes, the deal's off. And then a dead ship washes on shore and people start dying. Yeah, it, it's like whatever happened in like Dracula's just been around, but maybe the original Van Helsing stopped the move. But then, you know, 140, 50, however, many, however long it's been since then, years later, Dracula gets the urge to, to get out again. And okay. so he comes to just happens to be maybe this town in wherever America But also, maybe it's because he knows there's some Van Helsings there, and he fucking hates them. Mm -hmm. And if if we go with that twist that this isn't actually original Dracula, this is ancestor Van Helsing as Dracula, then it could just be like, no, 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 that's my legacy. Go deal with that. Yeah, the the only problem with that is you can't have your main character meet Dracula until the end of the second act. Which is if fine. you want to keep it a twist. Well, I mean, we can see Dracula have no pictures of old Van Helsing dude and have intermediaries. So we'll get the sisters in there. Right. I want it to be a little more actiony than that might seem, but I, okay. there might be a way to make that work. So if, if he's got to deal with Renfield and the sisters first. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that I'm thinking is that if Dracula has existed feasibly since 1897 obviously he existed well before that yeah, but he came he's, into the public knowledge he's filthy rich oh yeah 
one of the things that Dracula requires is the soil of Transylvania in order to keep his powers. Yes. Mm -hmm. What if that's like how the movie starts is with this weird, um, like it's a small, quiet town type thing. And then there's all of a sudden this massive acreage of land that just gets bought up and they are doing this weird um, oh, oh, oh. Like bringing in truckfuls of dirt for no apparent reason. I have an idea that I want to bounce off of your idea there, Alan, because that just sparked something. So, Jake, how how do you want this to be campy at all? I Okay, can I tell you an idea I had for how they killed not kill dracula but one of the um one of the the cool weird things they do to fight dracula in the big ending battle okay so dracula can't be within the shadow of the cross right uh-huh right so they get a giant spotlight and hook it up to the church steeple and have it on a swivel so they can chase dracula around with with a cross spotlight okay so that's where that's where i went immediately so like that's where i'm cool with going okay so that that's that's fantastic so let's let's set this up um Oh, and I know how we can tie that in with this idea. This is great. Let me spit it out finally instead of just letting my brain work. Um, So, it's the week before Halloween. Sure. We're Mm -hmm. up in a New England town. Okay. Like, functionally, if we could get the exact set from... Hocus Pocus? (laughs) From Hocus Pocus and use that town, that would be ideal. But the trick is, and I know somewhere up in New England, like in Connecticut, there's an actual real-life castle that a rich dude moved brick by brick. Uh, there's fucking castles everywhere, dude. People love making castles. There was a castle on in Ringe, New Hampshire, okay. the town I grew up in. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's set New England town a week before Halloween. There's been this dilapidated castle that's just been there for years. No one really knows about it. Someone new bought it. All these trucks of dirt have been showing up. Or trucks of something. For landscaping. Yes. Yeah, a bunch of landscapers have been uh, fixing the place up and, and rebuilding the castle. I'm on board. And uh, so our main character is a kid who's grown up in this town. His crazy uncle, who is some variant on priest of some sort, shows up in town also as the new clergyman of the local church. And he's very just like, no Satanism anywhere. All this like, just tap into that satanic panic idea. Sure. And so we set this in the 90s instead of modern day. The reason I say that is because the satanic panic would work better in the 90s. Yeah, I don't um, I don't see why it wouldn't. Well, we couldn't set it in the 90s. The only problem is if if you put it in the 90s, you unintentionally make it a period piece. At this point, yeah. Like, (laughs) you know, and I don't know if that's I don't want that to take away from the story because when i when i see things that are like because stranger things was fine right but all i can think the whole time is they don't have cell phones they don't have the internet they don't have any of that shit like they are just like out on bikes at midnight and like no one knows where they are yeah so like i don't know if we want to like add that element or not the story doesn't depend on cell phones but i just don't want it to be distracting that it's in the 90s right nor does it because the big thing is we want the other reason I mention it is we want the information that Van Helsing to get to to be limited. You know, maybe he goes to the public library or whatever. Well, if it, if it's only his his great et cetera grandpa's like journals and research, yeah, there's we're... only going to be that. There's not going to like because in this world there was no book Dracula, there, so there, there were was no, no vampires prior to proliferation this. Yeah. of vampire mythology which i mean that means that there's no buffy the vampire slayer in this world which is just tragic oh god but this is the worst it's the worst it's basically a dimension without shrimp that's even yeah, the it's point the dimension without shrimp yeah so um speaking of buffy the buffy movie is kind of how i see the tone but obviously modernized okay okay um that kind of like you know serious Flippant. but flippant and campy but also like there's stakes and it's not like a a comedy like fucking judd apatow can stay the fuck away from this you know (laughs) okay so so paul feige will not be brought on board to make the same six jokes he makes in every one of his movies so are we do we like this idea of setting it like pre-halloween in the new yeah i really like that that. yeah Um, that gives it a reason number one you can shoot in the fall so that'll be real nice for everybody so pretty out there in the fall 
then number two, you get to have people have spooky decorations up, which is just good set design. And number three, it would serve as an easy way to establish what is and isn't there. So, you know, you could have a, a scene about people talking about what they wanted or what they're going to go for for Halloween. And, you know, it, if we want it to be that vampires aren't a thing, Sexy you know, werewolves. like have them mention all of the tropes except for that one. Yeah, have a bunch of kids show up as the Universal Monsters, but no but Dracula. There's, yeah. there's no yeah. vampires. Um, you have people talking about that new Sexy Werewolf show. Oh, yeah, yeah the new Sexy, sexy werewolf, werewolf Show. show or, sexy you know, Frankenstein Show. Yeah, yeah, like, make it obvious. It would be an easy way to make it obvious that of what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, because, yeah, if none of the direction, none of the decorations are vampires, then you'll be able to just, like, no see, bats. like... Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't do bats because that is. That's not, very. They're vampire-y. spooky by themselves, but like they are kind of vampire-y. Yeah, they're not really associated with fall or anything like that. It's just most, or at least that's my perception of I it. I mean, that, up, up in New England, we get, that's when bats come out is the fall. Like that's when like you well, gotta worry and, about bats. But then again, I just love bats. I think they're fuzzy and cute. And they're little, they, they're they get, still little sweet nose babies, but yeah. If, and then you make a burrito and you give them like a passy. Anyways, if we're, uh, Alan just got a weird look on his face. So uh, we're moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, baby fever over bats over here. I just like baby bats. Uh, next time you come to Austin, we'll go to the bridge. See all the bats. <gasps> oh, yay. I love bats. Yeah. There's uh, a you can barely see there. them, but there's literally yeah. a million of them. Yeah. Um, if we're already just going to be turning hard into Halloween and any of these other tropes, then yeah, we can absolutely do bats for him. Like, that's fine. Well, no, I mean, that's a thing. Uh, bats. Uh, the other thing that I like about it is it could be foggy because part of the thing is that Dracula can turn into fog and mist. Well, right. Right. Cinematic New England is basically just Seattle with fog. Um, Seattle well, with fog. Because I think it would I mean, be it cool. <laughs> I think it would be cool. You know, it, it gives a plausible reason for him to just be able to show up in the fog and then just step away and disappear. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's, uh, you know, like all the wolves and stuff. Like if you said it in New England, there's more forests than mm-hmm. in a lot of places. So that's, you know, more wolf time. We don't have a ton of wolves where I'm from. It's mostly coyotes, but, you know. I mean, it's a movie. It's, <laughs> I'm, the actual phrase in the books is creatures of the night. Oh, that's true. And wolves are just like one of the scarier ones that inhabit the Transylvanian region of Europe. Because he like mm-hmm. could control wolves, right? Like there was a scene with a bunch mm-hmm. of wolves in the book, right? And I think you could turn into one. I think, yeah. It was like right away in the beginning yeah. when uh, Harker's on his way to the castle. There mm-hmm. were wolves watching him, yeah. Um, but that could be any creature of the night. So I how how funny would it be to have like a raccoon like acting like a surveillance camera <laughs> uh, just just to kind of uh clue in our audience dracula's powers include super strength wall crawling hypnosis mind control control over nocturnal animals weather manipulation shape shifting change his size transmit his fire curse to others and he has limited invulnerability his featured forms of shape shifting in the novel include bat rat wolf vapor and fog okay how is how is i don't want to split hairs here but vapor and fog Pretty the much same. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, good. So, yeah, that's that's a lot of stuff we can work with. I would love to see some evil raccoons because they are adorable, but also pretty scary. Owls, owls too, could be used. I think yeah. that would be interesting. Like, owls have the owls, good. like, turn their heads because that's kinda, already kind of creepy. I kind of want the descendant, the main character, to be a girl, to be like April Van Helsing. Yeah, because that's I, I can, my my only it. my only argument against that. I like I'm fine with that. That's a I like that idea, and okay. I think we're going to be in a different enough area that it won't matter. Uh, but both in the Dracula 2000 and in the new show Van Helsing, it's female. Yeah, I I I think it's fine. I think we're far enough away. Like I I needed to point that out before we got yeah, yeah, too yeah. deep on that. That's but. fine. And then, well, then we could also change Lucy to Luke and have, have Luke be, you know, the, the dumb boy who gets caught up in this older man plot. Like this to, to what was Lucy's point other than to just like get fridged? I don't really Lucy, remember. 
Well, I mean, her point was that her that was her point. Her point was to show the curse of the Dracula, to show basically that some that something was feeding on people, and despite pumping blood into them, they kept dying, and it was basically to show that what we can do Dracula operate on drinking blood. We can shove together Lucy and Mina into one character. Well, I like I like them being separate because if we have like a, a Lucy character that you know gets bit and turns to a vampire, that's your um, your midway incident. point. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's your inciting incident. And then you, I I want April to have a friend that will believe her and help her, however reluctantly. And I think that could be Mina Murray. Yeah. I like I like the idea of taking the Lucy story and modernizing it. So like this happens to her, she gets because no obviously in this world no one knows what a vampire is. They're just two weird right. bite marks on her neck. Um, they transfuse her with blood. Dracula goes to her in the hospital, um, and like they just can't figure out what's going on because the thought never occurred to them that something could be draining her of her blood. Now this obviously is a thought that occurred that could occur to april but not necessarily to the doctors because nothing does that aside from like ticks right and ticks are they don't they don't bleed you dry yeah (laughs) like like ticks are annoying and and they're day ruining but they don't take all your blood right now and you gotta put vaseline on them if you want to suffocate them and get them out of your skin because if you leave the head in you're probably going to get Lyme disease. Yeah. Uh, just helpful tips from my family to yours this holiday season. <laughs> okay. So what else do we need to like, where, where do we need to hammer this thing down at? Like, uh, So I think the last thing we need before we start doing plot stuff is Mina Murray. Just keep her the way she is. Just keep her as Mina Murray. Any, anything going to be there? Well, are we going to, are we going to, are we keeping Lucy? A girl or gender swapping? Or are we going to keep? I think I think we should girl? also gender swap Lucy. I like I like the idea of, of it like, being Luke of it being Luke because here's the thing, and I don't want to get I don't want to like infuse too much of the uh, kind of cl- the climate we are living in these days. But like, girls know they have to be more careful nowadays. Boys are still fucking stupid. So, like, I feel like it would be much easier to to trick a boy into getting vamped than than a girl in the era of like here are all the things you cannot do because of predators can i make a request about dracula yes that they be androgynous i mean is tilda swinton busy can we cast Tilda? yeah like tilda (laughs) Tilda swinton androgyny like boy girl uh, because to me it, it would be very interesting especially you know it depends on your your vampire lore, but Dracula does operate a lot with seduction in his hypnosis. So I think it would be interesting to have an androgynous character that did that to everyone. I my only problem with that is I don't want to paint androgynous or non-binary people in a bad light. That's I true. don't want to I don't want to <laughs> put that onus on them. Um, whereas, I, like, I think if you shift it around though, where there's no just outward like in your face defining features of what gender this person is and it's just like a shadowy shape that's seducing you because we don't really want to see them early right we want to keep that reveal for later yeah i mean we got to keep it for later well so then i guess we're not going with van Helsing, like the first van helsing um unless that's just what this vampire disease does in this world is it just kind of magnifies your abilities and then Okay, I thought you were going to say make sure Josh sounds like I don't want to go down that road. No, <laughs> I want to yeah. back up from there and run away. I I'm I'm kind of leaning towards keeping it as like a handsome old man, you know? Like cuz seduction can work on anybody. It That's doesn't true. really, you know, doesn't need to be I just really like this Tilda Swinton and for some reason in my head this Dracula we're talking about has been Tilda Swinton. Um, I literally I know it we can't because he dead, but I picture Bella Lugosi. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he is. I was really hoping you were going to say David Bowie right there. No, David Bowie would be awesome. But David again, Bowie we would did be miss that boat. He he was uh, sadly taken from us by 2016. Um, the, but the most serial killer of all years. Yeah, man, it was a it was a rough one. But what about Ralph Fiennes? Ooh, I Voldemort. could pick that. 
Voldemort would be a kick-ass Dracula. He would I mean, be very good. He already good. is kind of a Dracula. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't have very far to go. I would almost say Christopher Lee as well. Except he oh, also got taken. He's also us. dead, Alan. Also, he played Dracula pretty famously in the Hammer and movies. he did, and it was good. It, it was. was really good. Um, maybe my favorite Dracula, but uh, we I don't think he's available. Ooh, 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 ooh. Timothy Dalton. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, Timothy Dalton would be a good Dracula. We can leave the, we can leave the dream casting for later. Let's focus Listen, on the movie now. Timothy Dalton is bonkers enough to just, like, go hard in the paint on this. Okay, so then... Are we just plot? plot. I, think, I think we just got to uh, hit, hit some story beats, some set pieces. And there was this podcast a long time ago called The Downey Files, where Chris Downey yes. would have like writer guests on. And that he would take like a like a, a story idea he had that he like had, had copywritten and, and gotten like filed for the WGA. So no one could like steal it from the podcast. And him and writer friends would like break down a story. And one of the things they always did is what's the trailer? So I yeah. think we end on what the trailer is. And we we just get like the the bait the main beats of the plot some set pieces some cool things we might want to do. And yeah, then, I have a uh, I have a really stupid idea for a set piece. I think it well I I don't know if it's stupid or not. I just the only out. set piece I have yeah just Alan this is this is a this is a safe place. I will make fun of you if it's very dumb, but in like a loving fun way. Yeah, no, you always make fun of me for everything. So oh, here hey. in Mobile we have a hospital called Providence, um, and it is a Catholic run hospital. There are nuns, like there are crosses on every freaking thing. What if there are two hospitals in this place? There is a private Catholic hospital, and then you have the public hospital. And they figure out, when they figure out, you know, his aversion to the sign of the cross and, you know, his weakness to to that kind of thing, they start moving the victims into the religious hospital and he cannot enter it. What, what if instead of that, similar to that, but what if we have two care, we have, we have Lucy or Luke rather, and another character and maybe it might be Mina if we want to go that way. Cause I don't really remember what happens to Mina in the book. Cause again, I didn't finish, but if whichever way we go, we have two people, one of them gets better. One of them does not. And they figure out that one of them, is, and that cross-referenced with like, oh right, I saw something about the cross in the notes. Like that—that's mm-hmm. how they figure it out. Okay. Yeah, the, she's at the one that got better is at the private hospital that's full of you know Saint Mary's or whatever. Yeah, Saint Mary's know. Hospital, and then Saint Abraham, Saint Saint no, Saint, and then, Saint Abraham. You know, Salem General is where Luke is, and that's where he dies. Yeah. Oh, you know, dies. Dies. Well, yeah. dies, and then we get because, the morgue scene of him sitting up. Because there was a there was a part in the book where they were like, uh, where uh, you know, Dra- uh, not Dracula, Van Helsing was like, you got to put this garlic on the window, and you got to do this thing. You can't leave it open. You got to do. And then someone was like, oh, I just took the window down because like it was getting a little stuffy in here. Ha ha ha. And then Dracula came in, and, and that's what finished Lucy off. Yeah. Um. So like, we can do something like that. You know, like have or have Renfield sneak in because we got to have a Renfield. Now, here's the thing. Was and it's again, it's been a while since I've read the original Dracula. Was the invitation in the original Dracula? I I believe it was, but I am not sure. Now, um, obviously, that wouldn't stop the hospital because it's a public building. The I don't private believe w- invitation was an original convention. I th- I th- I think it was, but only because I know that it's public domain, because I know that it's in a bunch of different vampire lore, and it wouldn't be. It was neither in writing or in movies. The modern day vampire stories, including Dracula, are all based around various parts of old folklore stories about vampires or vampire-like creatures. Some of them include the idea. That not only are they supernatural, but they cannot enter a house without uh, invitation. Various depictions we know from books and movies are more or less an amalgam. So in Dracula, there was nothing about an invitation. Okay, so that's that's open then. Yeah, that's moot. Okay, good. I yeah. love it. It's, a, it's love... a good addition. Yeah. Yeah, I like the invitation. That's not what I'm saying. I just think it would be interesting if some of the notes were wrong. Or if they weren't updated, you know, yeah. like if they were correct for 18 whatever, but 
2017 is like, well, a you know, a hospital is a public place now. You don't well, have to like. Well, what is the definition of ownership? I rent my apartment. Do I own it? Could a vampire come through my door because I don't own well, this in, place? In 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 like some other media that has used this trope, um, and I'm thinking kind of specifically like the Dresden Files. It's that the the you, sense of home. You, you yeah, can, it, you like conceptually that is your home. Your there's an energy to that that gets generated by those feelings. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it also is in Buffy and um, Let the Right One In, the the movie about vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, or let me in, I think was the American version, which wasn't as good, but you know, that'll happen. Yeah. Pretty consistently. Um, uh, <laughs> well, and, and typically again, like a, a hospital is a public space that is intentionally designed as everyone is allowed here. Yeah. But the private hospital isn't. And also it's super, you know, there's, there's a bunch of crosses and stuff everywhere. Yeah, and so literal it's not, nuns. Yeah, and actual nuns, and there's probably holy water. Here's a set piece that I have that I would like to use, is they are fighting Dracula. This is, I think, the final battle, maybe. Like, the final fight with Dracula is they get to the school, because I love when you fight in it. I love using school for non-school activities. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great a great place to be, is... They're fighting Dracula in this, or they're running away from Dracula, and maybe they have a they have a plan, and they're trying to trap him, but they're not sure how. But what they did earlier was have their either the crazy uncle priest or just the priest who maybe believes them or something, uh, bless the school's water system. So they activate the sprinklers, oh, cool. and it's yeah. sprinkling holy water all over the place. Okay, I can deal with that. Yeah, I mean, like, I want to. We're, we're stealing a little bit from Constantine there. See, is that, I, is that I, from I Constantine? What yeah. about what about blessing the school's pool? Okay, yeah, yeah, throw that's too. Dracula into the pool, uh, or at least one of the sisters. Yeah, yeah. Some somebody uh, bl- you know came by and blessed it earlier, and then we can we can use that. And like he can maybe get out, but then he's weakened, and that's where they get the mm-hmm. the opening to stake him or cut off his head or whatever. I don't know what the original Dracula it, decapitation. It, was it both? Because I know stakes were a part of it, but I think you had to put the stake through his heart to keep him dead. I yeah, to so. keep him dead. You bury him face down at the crossroads with the stake through his heart. I feel like that is... Well, you bury the head separate from the body. One of yeah. them goes at the crossroads. One has the stake in the heart. And... Yeah. There was um, a whole thing. There's a whole thing. Well, that's that's minutiae we can Google on our own time, but like, you know... Yeah, also However, fire. they have to... Also fire, true. Um, I like the idea of not destroying the body because then... Sequence. Dracula 2, 2 Drac, 2 Yala. Uh, <laughs> wow. That was a uh, Dra- No. Dracula 2, Drac in the habit. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's the best I'll ever do. I'll gonna, see you later. I'm going to shut this podcast down. Right now. <laughs> um, I've been drinking. No. <laughs> yeah, Jake is, uh, what, half a beer deep now? I'm, uh, I'm about half a beer deep now, and I'm a lightweight, so I'm feeling it. He's having some fun. Um, Drack in the habit was very bad. I just, I like, I know that, but it was very funny to me. <laughs> You're um, a special boy. I mean, look, I we definitely don't need to fully destroy the Dracula in this. Yeah, but having a blessed holy water pool and like the sisters winding up in there, that's fantastic. Yeah, uh, and and then I I think we. Uh, they shouldn't decapitate him because that is a horrifying prospect. Like, yeah. can you imagine a teenager being like, all right, now I have to decapitate him. I think we're just going to put the stake in his heart and bury him face down at the crossroads. And I think that should be good, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, probably. This is, decapitation's barbaric. Well, I cannot do that to a person. That's probably fine. Yeah, this won't come back to bite us in two to four years. Right. <laughs> just for Dracula just, homecoming or whatever. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Halloween just before we're going to leave for uh, college. Yeah. Or Christmas. Maybe make the second one a Christmas episode. Hey, a Christmas go. movie. Um, it's the Christmas when they come back from college then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. So what else? What We need We need some other set pieces here. Um, is there going to be a graveyard? There's always got to be. It's Halloween. I think we've got to do a graveyard. Yeah. Um, definitely got to be a graveyard somewhere. I don't know if anything should happen there, though. Maybe they think that like let's go check the graveyard, but like yeah, no, that's happens. very that's very gauche. Why would we do anything in a graveyard? I, mean, that I also 
That gives us some time to do, like, the Halloween joke of just, like, interrupting some kids making out or something. Right, yeah. I also kind of want, uh, I know this is very random, but Dracula's Castle. I don't want it to be super gothic. I would actually like it to be pretty modernly designed and tasteful. So yeah, it just like, plays like, with the expectation. Like, like maybe there's, like, some gothic elements from whatever the castle that was there, but, like, in the rebuilding, they, like, spruced it up and modernized it. Yeah, and, and, well, I'm talking mostly about the interiors. Like, it's oh, not... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I want there to be, like, nice hardwood floors and, yeah. like, a lot of glass and I stuff. I mean, look, the answer there is we get that same castle that they shoot all the WB shows at. Like, it was the mm-hmm. Luther Manor in Smallville. It was the Queen Manor. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's assuming we film it in British Columbia. Um, well, I, mean, I feel like we could film it in New England for that authentic touch. We'll film, film a good bit in New England, of course. And then sometimes we just have to go to BC because it's a little cheaper to work there, Jake. I, You know, I don't think it's cheaper to work there than it is New Hampshire because nobody remembers New Hampshire exists a lot of the time. I mean. Same thing with Vermont. Vermont's a little more popular because of Bernie Sanders now, but... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, moving. Hey, moving it's back. my place. All right, I'm gonna brag it up. Okay, <laughs> so it must what? be nice to have a place you can brag about. Oh, I love it. I got I got the New Hampshire State motto tattooed on my back. Um, uh, what what sort of set pieces do we want to have in the castle? Now, if we have we have the castle, what happens in the castle? We gotta I, have the super modern um stuff, but then there also needs to be a very creepy basement. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking, that there is a, um, like, if especially if we're going a little campy with it, there's obviously going to be, like, some sort of secret passage, like a kid leans on something, and it pushes something down, and it opens a door into a crypt. Yeah, like, like there's, a there's like, a bookcase that moves, and there's a spiral staircase going down that leads yep. right into a crypt. Yeah. Um I was thinking one thing we could do is if we're, are we leaving Mina's story pretty much the same? Uh, can you give me a quick rundown of Mina's story? Dracula to seduces the... her and bites her and she slowly starts turning into a vampire. Um, Isn't that Lucy? No, Lucy actually turns into a yeah. vampire mm. because Mina's, Mina's investigating it. Yeah. And gets seduced by own. Dracula. And yeah. She starts um, slowly turning, and that's when they're like, we have to kill this dude now to stop this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I, she gets cured when he dies. Dies, yeah. I like I like that. I think we can um I think we can we can keep that sort of similar. Because there's gotta be a point where where April and Mina like don't have a fight or a tiff or anything, but they just have a difference of how they should go about it, and Mina's like, I'm gonna go do this thing, and she's like no, you shouldn't do that. Like that's very dangerous. And then she ends up getting bit and it's like, okay, now we need to, our, now we have a timetable. Like now, now we're in a time lock. So we could, we could bet we could have that scene where I, for lack of a better word, it's the Mina seduction scene would happen in the castle. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, she's the one that discovers the way down to the crypt and it's yeah, very she... like phantom of the opera and, you know, like being drawn down into the dark and, yeah, I and I think it should. I don't think it should be like I don't know. I don't want to say graphic because obviously I'm shooting for PG thirteen here. Yeah. But like I don't think it should be like too like we're not, you're not wanting overly sexual here. Yeah, not not. No. Like, I don't want to be like like a like a overly sexual seduction scene. It should be like a you know a very charming older man it's with hypnosis. bad intentions. Yeah, it's and and yeah, and mostly like the hypnosis thing because I keep forgetting that Dracula can do that. But like that's his half of his deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see, we got the school, we got that. Oh, there's just some places around town. I feel like there should maybe be like a couple vampires popping up here and there that they have to like kill and they the kill the regular and... vampires much easier because like, well, do we want those Dracula. to be vampires or do we want those to just be a bunch of Renfields? I feel like there should be some of both. I feel like, I feel like the sisters are definitely vampires and, and if they fight them, they need to be able to like kill them, you know, yeah. like. And I and like by doing that, maybe that's where they you know, once they kill the three of them, then it's just Luke left, and they're like, well, shit, I don't want to, I don't want to kill you, Luke. You're our friend, but like, I can't let you live like this. Yeah, but I think oh, I think maybe that's how the 
maybe that's how the movie opens is with some missing person reports. So like, um, uh, April is going about her day and in the background you hear, you know, another person has gone missing. Da, 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 and later oh. on they show up as thralls. Here's, here's what it could be. If we're going to go with missing persons reports, um, there's a school meeting, a school assembly, those ones that happens in movies and don't actually happen in real life. Um, like, hey, everyone get pepper spray and yeah, like, buddy system to your cars. Guys, a bunch of people have gone missing. Y'all need to be much more careful. We're coming up on Halloween. Weirdos come out on Halloween. Y'all know what this right. area is like. This is Halloween's Salem. on a full moon this year. Halloween's on, on Friday the 13th this year. Why not? I mean, that's literally impossible, but why not? That's, that's the joke, man. That's a Maybe bad that's joke, a joke, Jake. I'm going to explain it. So everyone it was a really good joke, bad. and everyone loved it, but now you're explaining it, and everyone thinks it's bad now because of you. This it's is all bad. your fault, Jake. Um, <laughs> I am a cool person. Anyway. Jake, wait, so Matt's the Josh now? There's always a Josh. There's always there's always a man. There's always a lighthouse. There's always there's a Josh. Always Josh. <laughs> Ooh, uh, we actually, love you, Josh. Speaking of, uh, do we want a lighthouse? I mean, Hell Yeah. I love a lighthouse. I'm not gonna. Oh, uh, because gonna that would be cool. Around. You could put the cross on the lighthouse. Too. Oh yeah, that would be rad. Then we don't have to bat signal it. They could just be like, "Well, no, oh, that's gonna... part of it too." But he like runs, and then all of a sudden you look up in the lighthouse. They did it to there too. Yeah. The only issue there is, and this is a very specific thing. We cannot, in the light of a lighthouse, we cannot have him explode like a Death Star. Because that no. happened in one very dumb movie where they caught the bad monster witch person in the light of a lighthouse, and she exploded like a Death Star, and it was very dumb. What I was thinking more that he just gets weakened by the light of the, the shadow of the cross. It doesn't actually, yeah. like, harm him. It, it Like, it doesn't make him catch fire or anything like that. It just weakens him. I, I take a lot from Buffy, obviously. It's my favorite vampire media. Um, and, like, how vampires can be in the sun for a minute, like, but they got to dip out. Like, they can't stay in the sun, but they will, like, get, like, burnt. But if they get out quick enough, they're fine and just weaker. You know, like, I think I think it would be something like that. Like, maybe they can kill one of the sisters using it, but not Dracula. Right. Because I would like the I like the idea of they find three different ways to kill the sisters that only hurt Dracula. Right, the holy water, the light. Combination of them, yeah. Yeah. What's another way? Holy water, light, um, stake. Well, there's a shadow to cross light, and there's sunlight, and then a, a you know a stake. Silver. Silver, Silver. yeah. Um, and like it'll kill him, and maybe we can steal from Buffy and have him you know explode into dust or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then Dracula is like, oh shit, he didn't go away. Oh shit, he didn't go away. What do we do? Yeah. No, I can well, do that. And I like I like the idea that staking is saved for Dracula. Because that's yeah. that's the that's the win button. That's the uh that's universal cure. Yeah. yeah. And then the other things like the garlic and the crosses being repellent, we can just like show here and there, not necessarily that they are like destructive, well, I mean, but I also like the idea of them walking around with cloves of garlic around their necks. I just I think that's a fun visual. Um here, okay, this is dumb, and someone please say no to this. Okay, no. Okay, thank you. I'm not even going to say it now. Um, no. So, like, what if um, – this is very campy. This is leaning way too far into the camp that I think is very dumb, but I just need to get this out there. What if one of – because the scissors are also, like, seductive, right, from, yes. from my recollection? Yeah, what typically if one of them, way over the top. Right, exactly. What if one of them tries to seduce April? April knows that, she, that this is one of the sisters, so she, like, eats a bunch of garlicky shit – and that, like, when like when they kiss, it the <laughs> the the sister like recoils and is like wicked, like damaged from it. Okay. That's very stupid. It Someone just, please say no. It just makes me think of the scene in Batman and Robin where silicon lips are immune to your charms. Like, well, mm. hey, guess what? The best uh, non uh, Dark Knight Batman movie is uh, not that. It's Batman and Robin, you guys. No. It's Super Batman and Robin. Get out. I'm it's, shutting this the, down uh, right now. Look, I like Batman Forever more, but I I, I think Batman and Robin knows what it's about, son. It doesn't, though. It doesn't know what it's about at all. It's about Jill Schumacher being a monster. Hey, anyway, man. Anyway, garlic <laughs> kiss. I actually don't mind that idea, though, Jake. 
Is that I don't not mind that idea as long as it's not like oh, I had an Italian dinner. Like she ate a oh no whole no it's like I ate a fucking clove of garlic to raw. kill you. Like that's yeah, yeah raw. That's how much I hate you because that is suffering on both sides. Yes, it is. Yeah, no, I like garlic as much that... as the next boy, but like who? I could, I could not just tuck into some garlic. Yeah, no, if you do it that way, where it's a deliberate thing that she has planned to do, and it is like, I just shoved several cloves of garlic in my mouth, chomped them up just to get it, like, distributed, and then... Like, uh, spit it out. And then the whole time that, like, the, the seduction is taking place, like, April's just got her mouth closed because she doesn't want to breathe on her and reveal all the garlic. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it'll seem like it's, like, a shy, like, oh, I don't know about this thing. But then it's like, yeah. no, you've been pranked. I'm a fucking Van Helsing, and you're dead now. <laughs> And you could do like where the like the Bernie rot corruption stuff just like spreads from the lips out. Yeah, I think I think maybe it should just weaken her a lot, and then that's the one we kill with the silver. Okay. Yeah, because like you you and follow have it, it up just with be the, like a, a, a freaking um, cake knife almost. You know, like the silver wedding cake knife. Oh that yeah, you can get. <laughs> just just like whatever they had handy. Yeah. yeah. Oh 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 another set piece. Uh, this will be this. This can be when this one happens. Uh, April's like older brother is getting married. Okay, so they're at like a town hall or something where the reception's going to be, and that's where this chick shows up. Right, uh, and that's where like she a... gets the knife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She grabs the actual silver like cake knife. That's, yeah. Like, engraved I like with that. the names and everything. Just. The only the only other idea I had was that like I had to I had to like break into the good silver like this is the company silver that my grandfather passed down to us and I had to stab you with his good fork. (laughs) (laughs) Then I had to wash this off and next time we eat with it, I have to pretend that it didn't have it didn't go through a lady's heart. Well, and I love the line of like them or uh, April stabbing the woman with the knife and her dusting and her looking down at the knife and being like. Yeah, never telling my brother that and putting it back on the table. Yeah, <laughs> See, just like wiping it off on something. Yeah, just wiping it, it off back. on her pants and putting it back on the table. Like wipe it off a little bit, but don't ever mention it again. And then in the sequel, a whole bunch of people got very quietly infected with some blood off of that. Uh, maybe that might be too far. <laughs> maybe, maybe we might be going a little too far. All right. Um, what else? But only do? only because of the amount of time it would. Between the sequel, like in in world time, between there, like, like oh, two years later, there's a bunch of vampires. That's a long uh, gestation period. Yeah. So uh, what? I think we're down to making that trailer. Okay, here's the only idea I have for the trailer, guys. This is not negotiable. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I like to do a lot. I like to do a lot of back and forth. I like to. I like to. I don't like to be to dictator about this, but I've been thinking about this for basically my entire life. Pat Benatar, Shadows of the Night is playing. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's that's my because that is the the best Pat Benatar song, number one. And number two, a fucking Dracula ass song. Okay. I'm fine with that. So do we just want to like camp up this trailer? I, I think wanted, made the trailer campy, yeah. I, I actually think we should kinda hide the camp a little bit. Not too much so that like when you watch the movie you're like, this was not what the trailer sold me. But I, I I think the the first trailer should have some of the camp in there, but be like definitely more menacing than campy. Cause my favorite line in all of Dracula is time is on my side. And I think that's how the trailer should end, is yeah. with Dracula saying that and then and that being like oh the title shit. Card. Yeah, like oh shit, Dracula is just gonna be here forever. So like if we don't deal with him now, we're gonna be dealing with him forever. That's a very good line. It's so good. That might be the most Dracula line. Oh, absolutely. Like I can't I can't tell you another thing that Dracula says, but I I know that he's that man, time is on my side. It's just like menacing as fuck. Well, and I like the idea that Dracula is patient. Like Yeah. He's not rushed. He doesn't at no point does he get frustrated during this. It's just okay. I think that would actually be the the turning point in the movie. And if we set it up, like, by having the trailer be the time is on my sign line, have that, like, be kind of earlier in the movie. Is it, like, when we hit the third act and when these fucking kids just won't go away, like, the armor cracks and he he gets a little impatient and and that ultimately will end up being um, what kills him. Being what kills him. I like that. Uh, the, The opening shot of it. 
like when the you know the shadows of the night line hits the the first one. I don't know if you guys have heard that song recently, but you should definitely uh, fix that. Um, I I the only thing I can picture is a foot hitting a puddle. Okay. Like and being ch- someone being chased and like just like a foot hitting a puddle as the song starts. I can dig that. Because like action right out the gate, like it's it's you know scary because someone's chasing you like you get kind of like a lot of different things right away no i can i dig that a lot yeah um so what scenes i mean at one point we need to have him like on like a parapet on the castle brooding oh absolutely here's one thing that we cannot have in the trailer we cannot have luke becoming a vampire anywhere near the trailer yeah no Mm -mm. not even him being sick yeah no it, it like set it up early as like it's about these three kids solving dracula mysteries well and and i think i think specifically we should never we should we should only show like dracula in like silhouette or from behind or yes never directly on and if we're going to show any sort of vampiriness it comes from the sisters yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Definitely. So we do the scene where she like the one of the sisters is smiling, and like the fangs come out. Right. Um. Here. Here's another thing. Um. That I was thinking is for like overall tone. I guess. Do you guys remember the second Power Rangers, the movie 2017 trailer? No. Okay. It's the it's the good trailer, like the the better one. It's not the super dark Johnny Cash I walk the line first trailer. Okay. Um it has a good balance of serious and and humor. And I, I the only reason I don't think it works as a trailer for Power Rangers is because they already showed that very bad trailer to start with. So I think if we if we hit that balance first, then then no one will be surprised or disappointed in a bad you know, surprised in a bad way or disappointed by it being kind of there being, you know, a pool made out of holy water and a lighthouse that burns a, a vampire lady to death. I also I have this mental image for this trailer of maybe April like looking around and Dracula is behind her and it's oh, mist. Yeah. Like it's just mist and all of that. But he's completely in silhouette. And as she turns, he dissolves. So by the time she's looking over her shoulder, he's not there anymore. And maybe that's when time is on my side can maybe that's like one of the final shots of the trailer. Yeah, voiceover. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like it's it's him behind like, you know, it's misty, but it's not, you know, him. And then like he's fine, just a regular Dracula. And as she turns, he just and it's and that's when the end time is on my side. Yeah. yeah. And then as Dracula, you know, whatever Watches the title you. of the movie comes out. Yeah. And that's that, like that good, like Timothy Dalton, just slightly. Oh God! If voice. it was Timothy Dalton, that would be so good. <laughs> Timothy Dalton has been in need of a good ass role to sink his teeth into since Hot Fuzz, and that was ten sink years ago. His teeth into. I didn't mean that. <laughs> but it's very good. But that's what you said. It is what I said, and I will own it. But I didn't mean it as a pun. Mm-hmm. Pun not intended, but it was clever. I'll admit. Because I said it. Um, so, do we want to do any casting? Are we confident enough that we can cast some people or nah? Nah. I'm very bad okay. at casting. Uh, outside of Timothy Dalton, let's not touch it. Because right now, okay. my entire cast would be Timothy Dalton as Dracula. And the cast and of Naomi Scott as April. Because she's going to be my casting choice for that age of girl hey, forever. Hey, you know what? Naomi Scott would not be a bad choice. Um, I also like... Um, I would I would also go with like Madeline Peach who plays um uh, uh uh Cheryl on on Riverdale. Have either of you guys watched Riverdale yet? Uh-huh. I have not. Okay. Uh Alan, it's the best. It is very good. It has no business being as good as it is. It doesn't. But it is amazing. The only way um, it can get better is if they turn real hard into that Archie after dark stuff. And the, oh, they're already bringing, doing that. They're they're bringing Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Sabrina is going to be on? Sabrina is going to be in Tales it. Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Yeah, like the spookier one. Like the but like dark Sabrina's horror. Sabrina's going to be on Riverdale proper as a backdoor pilot into Chilling Tales, which is crazy. I'm I want to see Jingle the Christmas Elf. I want to see the Time Cops. Like 
Oh, 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 man. If they had if they had Jughead and his time police, that would be the best. Yeah. Anyway, so I think Madeline Peach, who plays, like, the biggest bitch in the world in Cheryl, I think having her be, like, the hero and a, and a good kid, like, would be a real nice turn. And I feel like you wouldn't expect it. And I, I feel like she has the acting chops for it. But that's the only people. That's the only suggestions I have because I the only teens I come in contact with on TV are in Riverdale. Because unless, yeah, you know, because I, I can't cast Webley from Ducktales, <laughs> but no. she's like ten, so she is very good though. If y'all haven't seen Ducktales, go watch that new thing. It's, it's very good. good. Um, um, yeah, that's gonna wrap us up on this. I think so. so. We gotta name it. We do have to name it. I mean. I have a name and I don't, it's just, it's the project title in my head. I don't, I don't know if it's good enough to be the title. So let me just throw it out there. Give us a place to start. Dracula Zero. Oh, mm. it's not great, right? No. (laughs) I was thinking Dracula Origins. Dracula what, Alan? Origins or Van Helsing Origins. I I wanted to have Dracula in the title, and Origins um has been poisoned since Wolverine Origins. That's true. That's it's a poison poison pill. Um, let's why don't we do something a little bit more? Oh, what's the word? Abstract? Uh, maybe like Dracula Mists or New Mist or something a little weird like that. Mists what of Dracula. What about just Dracula? Whoa. Are we allowed to do that? We now have I, to preposition know, everything. I, I mean, people do, but you don't actually have to. I mean, I'm fine with Dracula. It's a classic. Dracula 2017. No. I was going to suggest that next. <laughs> no. Um, this is why I like Dracula Zero, because it seems weird. Also, in my head, the poster is um like pretty stylized it's it like the two colors are black and neon pink um i don't know why I but mean, that's just that's kind of the style that is some of the best movies right now like Guardians, but also that way if you do a a you know a wolfman zero or a frankenstein zero you can have them all follow like a like frankenstein would be obviously green and black or wolfman would be blue and black like you could like theme it well do we is the intention here to make this another ongoing universe? No, I'm just saying that's where everything goes anyway, so you know a studio exec head is going to pitch it. Yeah. I mean, okay. Dracula Zero is not great. I'm not married to it. It's just the name that I've been calling it for like mm, six years now. It's it's not bad if if it was Dracula and then Zero was spelled out. Yeah. It's not the number Zero. It is Dracula Zero. The only problem with that is it does make it sound a little more cyberpunk than it is. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. Um, okay, wait, 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 wait. Dracula issue zero. No, no. Year zero. <laughs> is is that too tied to DC? That's a little. That's a little DC. The one that popped into my head was Dracula tomorrow. That's not bad. That that How makes would... it sound a little futury. But it's not bad. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. How would we also? How would we sequelize that Dracula Tomorrow too? Well, Dracula then what you habit. do is you call it Dracula Today, and the sequel is Dracula Tomorrow, and the prequel with old is Dracula, Dracula Yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> nah, I don't think we want to go with that naming convention. But that's it's like like the Dracula... perfect tri- trilogy. Uh, yeah, but I don't like doing a prequel third. That doesn't. I I I don't even like doing threequels anymore. I just want a movie to have a sequel and go home. So Dracula today, Dracula have... tomorrow, Dracula forever. No, <laughs> Dracula today sounds like sounds like a, a a soap opera digest about Dracula. So I don't know. If... This week on Dracula today, uh, Dracula today, Dracula knocks, knocks as in sort of Latin for darkness, Dark. or yeah, or or as in knocking on your door. I mean, knocks as in darkness. It's a good pun. So I mean, it it works. I like that actually a lot. That's very good. In and the second one, and the second one can be Dracula, another Latin-ish word. It doesn't have to be like Dracula Knox two. Yeah, yeah. You Dracula just find habit. like whatever the theme of that one's going to be. And right, right, right. Yeah, I like that. I like Dracula Knox. Dracula Knox. People would have a hell of a time spelling it, but like that's on that's, that's you on know, them. That's a that's a marketing that's a job. job. Yeah. 
Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, guys, I think we just rebooted another thing. Woohoo! I think we did. Uh, that uh, that brings us to an interesting conversation that might get cut. Uh, okay, I love these. According to our shiny new calendar, uh, next month should be the first of our three-month ongoing. Oh, right. And in theory, this would then be Alan's choice of universe to create. So, Alan, before we get to it, do you want to tell him a little bit about the idea of this? Oh, have you already talked? No, no, I mean the idea of the the ongoing last oh, three months. Yeah, so we, we worked up this calendar based on when we started this podcast, not actually based on a year, because we yeah, can't yeah. be just easy about this stuff. No, no. Um, and no. so I started idea- one podcast in January, and it's the Morphin Grid, and it worked out great for that, but it doesn't... It would work out better for anything else. It doesn't have a sliding time scale of how long uh, seasons yeah. are. So, so what what our plans are is for the first six months of our year, which is March to August, is we do it exactly like we've been doing it here. Uh, we each take a month. We each pick the genre and all that stuff uh, of a random yeah uh, reboot of a yeah. random reboot off of our list, and then we'll have in the back six months, September to February, we'd have maybe a couple guest spots. Uh, around Halloween, we're going to start to uh, play around in that uh, Vern Lovecraft universe that we that we accidentally created. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then in the last three months, December to February, we uh, we wanted to just build our own cinematic universes, more or less, like an ongoing yeah. universe themed around something big. Uh, Jake's going to do one in February that he's already got a theme for that we'll get to when we get there. Uh, yeah. And Alan and I have to pick themes for ours, and I know I don't have mine for January yet. Alan, have you thought about this? I'm going to do public domain comic books. And like we're gonna superheroes? Do superheroes, and okay. we're going to do a public domain team-up. Okay. Okay. Superhero team-up. So right. public domain Justice League. Or Avengers, yes. Or Avengers, yeah. All right. All right. Well, groovy. Sweet. That informs what I'm going to do for mine. Good. Uh, Mine is still on the table. Cool. Yep. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, that's been Hard Reboot then. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We're almost a year in and we still haven't figured out a fucking sign off. Yeah. I mean, that's very on brand for us. Uh, You've been rebooted. See you. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. You can follow us at Rebootcast on Twitter, or you can email us at hardreboot at fifthdraw.com. You can follow Alan at Alan underscore cells. You can follow Jake at JJ underscore Mason. Or you can follow me at Matt Hoadley. Thanks for listening. Hard Reboot is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org.